Welcome to the New Thought Experience Podcast. My name is Reverend Chris DiGiorgio. Each week, we will explore a New Thought topic. New Thought was founded in the 19th century and was inspired by the Transcendental Movement. Its chief belief is of of an all-knowing, all-present, all-powerful divine intelligence, and spirit and human are one. And remember, we are only a thought away from changing our lives. And now to our podcast. There is a Bible story called Elisha and the Widow's Oil. It's told in 2 Kings chapter 4, and it's about a troubled widow not having enough income to pay all the creditors after her husband's death. This is high stakes because failure to pay her debts will lead to her son's enslavement. She goes to Elisha and asks, what can she do? Elisha asks her, well, what does she have? She responds, I only have a small jar of oil. Elisha asks her to go borrow as many vessels as she can from her neighbors, shut the door with your two sons, and start pouring. The story goes on to say that she filled enough vessels to pay her debts. Today we're talking about faith. The story that I just mentioned has elements of faith. And I'd like to demonstrate to you how faith works. First, there's a need. All things start with some sort of desire, need, or resolving of a situation. In this case, it's a life situation. The widow used prayer and faith to change her situation. Faith is one of those spiritual powers of man, and it can be turned on by you. The switch is the desire to do something. Something. In this case, her de- desire was to meet the needs of her family and pay off the debts she owed. The next step was to perceive her good and shape what she desired. In this case, she perceived she had enough oil to pay her debts. She did this by shutting the door and going inside. This is prayer. Prayer consists of denials and affirmations. And the two sons represent that. She denied the situation had power over her, and she affirmed the good that was coming to her. Simple statements like that can change the way we perceive things. As she prayed, she was using the divine laws to bring forth her good, and by perceiving or imagining what is to be created, then she shaped it into being. Let's recap those denials and affirmations again. I deny the appearance of of the situation in front of me, and I I affirm 
all good is coming to me. I deny the appearance of, of the lack has any power over me, and I affirm all good is coming to me now. See how those simple statements can change the way you're thinking. So as she prayed, she was using the divine laws to bring, bring her good, and by perceiving or imagining what is to be created, and then shaping it into being. That is what faith is. It's the, it's the perceiving power of the mind linked with shaping substance. One of the divine laws she's using here is the law of attraction. By her positive thoughts, she's attracting the good she sees. Let's talk about four levels of faith and use this story as an example. They are despair, hope, blind faith, and understanding faith. The lowest level of faith is despair. If we talk about the widow and the oil, at first she was in despair. At first the widow thought she would lose her sons. And like many of us, when we are in despair, our mind starts to work, starts to bring all the negatives and all of the crestfallen ways we can think. But she came to Elisha, and in the story, Elisha represents the Christ. So the Christ within us is that inner power we all have. She starts to go within herself, and she's in despair. And this is the basement level of faith. And we must rise ourselves out of it and bring ourselves forward. She had every right in the story to be in despair. But like a good truth student, an idea is only a thought away. As part of our work as truth students, we don't need to fall into despair. If we remember the fact that we are only a thought away from changing our lives, how do we get these thoughts and ideas? Through prayer. So when you're in despair, go into prayer. Easier said than done, because despair leads to that cascade of negative emotions that I was talking about. And you're not thinking of prayer during that storm. But during every storm, there is a calm. And that's the time when you might think about prayer. So look for it, and it shall come. Next is hope. In this story, Elisha offers hope. He suggests a plan of action. He does not say the, the plan of action, but he starts by saying, gather as many vessels as you can. And vessels, metaphysically, from the revealing word, represents a capacity to comprehend or an ability to measure and appreciate life, love, and truth. A vessel has a capacity. It's good to remember when we have struggles in our life that we have a capacity and potential. We have the ability to get out of our struggles. Hope is that glimmer at the end of a dark tunnel. Hope reminds us of capacity. I remember the movie Milk. Milk is a biographical story of Harvey Milk, the gay rights activist 
from San Francisco. He always said, give them hope. Why? Because at that time, gay people were more oppressed than they are now. They were in a dark tunnel. They needed hope. As it's said in the book, Power Up Your Life by Holton, Holton, and Hasselbeck, hope is the stimulus to keep people moving when otherwise they might give up. Before you can move to the next step, blind faith, you have to have some glimmer the enterprise or goal you seek is attainable. Elisha gave the widow hope by having an idea and she started to gather the vessels. The next level is blind faith. This is higher than hope and is more desirable than hope because hope still has fear attached. If we make the wrong move in hope, we may fear all the progress will crash down on us. So the next step is blind faith. Here we are using our senses to move beyond, move believing God, good orderly direction. It is with us with our decisions. We, not, we do not know, and this is the key, we do not know what's in store, but we move anyway. There's a level of trust also in this blind faith. That's why it's blind. We are blindly moving in faith. In some respects, the widow did not know why she was gathering the vessels. She may not have known that the small bottle of oil could provide for her family, but she gathered the vessels anyway. How often in our lives have we taken a risk or done things because it felt right. We may not have understood it, but we did it anyway. We, that, this is blind faith. We may not see the end of the tunnel, but it is there. We have faith. It is there. And this leads us to understanding faith, where we know and understand the spiritual laws that are underlining all that's in front of us. This is the highest form of faith we know. It is knowing, it's a knowing faith. Faith, again, is the perceiving power linked with the power to shape substance. We know we have the perceiving power. We know we have the power to shape whatever we want. We do this knowing the spiritual laws and applying them. Whether it is the law of attraction where our thoughts produce after their kind, or the law of mirroring we mirror what we want to see, by these knowing, knowing these laws, by seeing what we want, to see the inner world become the outer world, the widow at some level knew the spiritual laws and she applied them. When we shut the door and go inside with faith, we have a trust all is well. As she poured the oil, there was a flow, a flow of life that brought her the ultimate peace she seeked. So to recap, we have the power of faith within us. And that is just it. We need to know we have it in us. And like any power, we need to call upon it. With this faith, there are two crucial or critical elements, perceiving and shaping. We perceive this good. We seek and then shape it to what we want. We understand there are levels of faith despair, hope, blind faith, and understanding faith. 
We cannot live in despair, so we seek hope. With hope, we understand we must move to bring us out of the situation, and that becomes blind faith. And we may not understand why we're doing it, but we do it anyway. And then we start to understand that this power within us is guiding us in good, orderly direction. And so it is. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. The New Thought Experience is a production of the Meaningful Spirituality Conversations Group. We meet every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern U.S. time on Zoom. You can learn more about us on our website, westchesterspirituality.org. To contact us, please use our email at unityofwestchester at gmail.com. To donate through Zelle or PayPal, you can also use our email, unityofwestchester at gmail.com. Have a blessed day.